welcome to Shrink Wrap, a podcast where Fran and Becky give proper respect to various mental health and wellness topics while adding in a little bit of smart assery that they just can't seem to contain. This podcast cannot and does not constitute therapy advice. However, we do hope that you find the information we share with you helpful and entertaining. Please be advised that this podcast discusses topics that can be sensitive to some listeners. Use appropriate discretion. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. So there's some exciting things happening this week. What's exciting? A couple of things have turned 50. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, one, of them is, one of them is having um, me- uh, memory issues and anguishing <laughs> issues. And maybe got a text on her birthday from her 16-year-old that said, Happy birthday, Mom. I love you. And a tattoo on her ass. And then the next text said... You're so old. (laughs) Thank you, baby girl. But even better than that, our podcast. I know. 50th episode, 50th episode. And even better. Okay. Do you remember that Saturday Night Live sketch? And I can't remember who it was. Sally O'Malley, because I got it. Um, 50 years old. I like to kick. I like to stretch. (laughs) And I like to kick because I'm 50. Somebody sent that to me on my birthday. Yeah, Yeah, it was amazing. With her red polyester pants pulled up to her boobs. (laughs) Somebody's like, don't do that. And I'm like, don't tell me what to do. Um, I want to see you do that. Oh, Mm -hmm. the picture will be coming this weekend. Just for you, Franny. I would love it. What I think is even funnier, though, because I think this is typical Fran and Becky, is neither you nor I... Knew that this was going to be our 50th episode. Yeah. And I even fault you less than I fault myself. Because when I do our social media, I literally list the episode number on almost every post. Right. But until Brody said, hey, by the way, you guys. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to do anything, but it's... (laughs) I mean, it's it's no small feat to do hey, 50 morons. episodes <laughs> yes. of something. I know. And it's uh, it's it's a thing. I think I, I heard once that there is, I think it's most podcasts get to like nine episodes. If you can make it past nine. <gasps> really? Then like there's a longevity to it. But. See, honestly, I'm shocked people still listen to I us. am too. I am just like, why? I know every time, it's why? almost like a small version of imposter syndrome. Yes. People are like, oh my God, I love your guys' podcast. It's amazing. I and know. I like, do you listen to other podcasts? Yeah. Do you know what else is out there? <laughs> what is wrong with you? But people? I just keep that inside, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I thank you. Know. And I really am appreciative. Me like, too. Thank you guys for listening. Per- I mean, maybe it's just out of pity, but we really appreciate. <laughs> but we're, we're so not above taking that. No, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So we are having a fun, fun episode today, Fran. What are we talking about? We are talking about social media and mental health. I don't know why we're talking about it, I but don't whatever. Know either. I know. I know. So you want to hear a fantastic factoid? Would we not? Okay. From I have imaginaryfriends.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A recent survey found that, on average, Americans check their phones 46 times per day, but it's age-related, okay? So people age 18 to 24 are checking an average of 74 times a day. Dear Lord. 25 to 24 are checking 50 times a day. People age 35 to 44, what are you laughing about? Oh, my God, are checking 35 times a day. Because I'm thinking people 50 on up are just trying to work the damn thing. Well, first you have to know where it is. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you spend half your time looking for the if damn my thing. Apple Watch didn't have the little dingy thing. Uh-huh. Where... Yeah. <laughs> my God. Exactly. Is it not true, though? I mean, let's be real. So what does checking your phone mean? 
I don't know, Brody. Don't ask me hard questions. I think questions. it literally means like you reach over and you tap it yes. and you go, oh, look, I've got another. I yes, got a Facebook message. Just a it's minute. It's not like necessarily doing like research searches. <laughs> it's like it's deemed you're looking at it or did somebody. 20 year olds me? are Googling important <laughs> stuff yes. 74 not, times a day. It not include all the times you're asking Jeeves what, <laughs> how, how to work the remote control. Okay. Exactly. Or watching oh, YouTube videos yeah. about how to do it. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Brody's porn addiction. That's a whole <laughs> other episode. Yeah. That's that only counts as one check on the phone because it's only when you turn it on. That's that's when the check starts. Oh, my goodness. If you never put it down, then it's not a problem. Right, exactly. So what we know is it can be addictive, just like any other addiction. And we're actually um, in our practice. I think you've seen this and I've seen it. Parents calling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, we don't know what to do with this. Or on other episodes, we've talked about how um, kids can get physical. Oh, yeah. If you try to take their phone away, there can be altercations. Right. So just like any other addiction, social media use has shown similar psychological and behavioral characteristics. According to a report published in Forbes, Forbes magazine, these characteristics include neglect of personal life, mental preoccupation, escapism, mood modifying experiences, tolerance and trying to hide the addictive behavior hmm. yeah so okay so i think there's a the, the wheels are turning I over know. there uh, i know there it goes, so party. I, I don't want to be like the devil's advocate per se because yeah, we all do. know yeah, that he he loves that. Love that fucking shit. terrible but it's <laughs> <laughs> i feel like there's a distinction between the phone and social media right yeah like I, my wife will send me shit on Instagram and it takes me literally 20 minutes to go and find where the messages are. I just, oh, I, sure. I don't use Instagram. I, I don't care for it. Like yeah. whatever. Um, so I, and I think we can all agree and all know that social media is terrible and we'll get to all that, but the phone has just become a life. Like it's, I do everything on it. Right. But I think a lot of people are like Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Mm. TikTok, TikTok, YouTube. Oh that is. I mean, it's having TikTok a computer and Snapchat in your hand. Are t- like literally ninety eight percent of what my what I believe perceive my daughter does on her phone. That's mm-hmm. what I do. I'm like, oh my god! See? I saw this one the other day with this woman. Oh god! Is, here we go. I love TikTok. She's throwing a stick to her lab in a river, and he goes out to get it, and then she turns around and goes, "Oh shit, muffin!" And her corgi is like, "Oh no!" <laughs> Come on, muffins. <laughs> oh, my God. Corgis with their two-inch it's legs. It's so fucking funny. Uh, no. Oh, I can't I, do honestly, it. Honestly, um, like, confession time, I also love TikTok. I love TikTok. Yeah, and I, I find some funny. I only I only follow funny accounts. That's it. If you're not funny, I don't want to hear about I it. I think it's been, it's been, maybe it's just my algorithm now, but it's been really interesting. Like, I don't see as nearly as many dancing videos as you do when you first sign up for it but mm-hmm. um there's a level of education co- educational there content be, yeah. on there that i think is is pretty cool yeah okay, okay. moving on all right fran so, is so not right. convinced but like, you and you i that's what? fine whatever i'm tired of your bullshit both of you because i am not a tiktoker that's shocking i'm sure the audience is just like what what fran's not on tiktok i, know I had it. to download the video and send it to yeah. her in a text message like a plebeian <laughs> Like we're living in the Stone Age. Step away from having to act it out in front of her like charades. I totally wanted you to do that. You know what? You guys can kiss my rear end because I am using my time to do many more productive things than Mm -hmm. pop Tic Tacs. Anyway, okay. (laughs) Facebook envy is real, people. According to studies, numerous studies have found that there are feelings of jealousy and life dissatisfaction that are correlated with social media. Now, one study found, this is shocking, 
taking a break from Facebook actually increases satisfaction with life and reduces feelings of envy. Absolutely. And I had a friend that um, she's a Reiki practitioner. So I was trying to find her on Facebook and um, I couldn't find her. And so I texted her and I'm like, hey, I couldn't find you on Facebook. And she's like, social media break. Every now and again, I just got to do it. And so she deactivates her account from time to time and <laughs> just is done with it. And I get it. Facebook is linked with greater social isolation, which I think people would argue because they'd be like, no, I'm more in contact with people than ever. Blah, blah, blah. But social media platforms that are supposed to bring people together are continuously linked to higher incidence of social, social isolation for their users. One study um, published in the American Journal of Preventative Medicine, found that mo- the more time people spent scrolling through social media, the more they perceive themselves to be socially isolated. Right. Oofta. Have, yeah. Have you guys, do you know the allegory of the cave? I think it's, is it Socrates or Aristotle? You're both looking at me. Well, no, I remember you telling us about it another time. Yeah. And I, I, I think you should post this, but it, there's a video that was like a, like a cold open to a, a show a long time ago. You know, like five, 10 years ago, but, um, and, but the idea is that you don't like the allegory of the cave is you, you only perceive what you see like reflected against a cave wall, uh, with fire. And it's not, it's not real. Like if you turned oh, around and, sure. and saw what that it was, sense. Uh, but social media acts as the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you, uh, who knows who's posting on whatever, right? right? And it's. That's very. It's very misleading. Yeah, I'm not articulating it well, but. No, I think it makes sense, though. And if you send it to me, I'll do my best to remember. I'm 50 now. I'll do my best to remember (laughs) to post it. In other words, we'll never see it. I have to figure figure it out again. All right, good intentions. All right, so 80% of Americans check their phone while dining out with others. And, you know. I see this not only in restaurants, I see it when people are at school events, like if you're waiting in between acts or sporting events or airports, you know, all the places, like if there was a pause, mm-hmm. you actually met other humans. And I met the most interesting people at airports. I looked forward to traveling. Now, nobody's talking to you. You're a single serving friend fan, aren't you? You, you know that phrase? I think it's a, I think it's from um, Fight Club. Like the, the people you meet on airplanes, they're yeah. your single serving friend. Yes. You will exactly. never see them again. <laughs> right. But you you love striking up conversation Absolutely. with your, your person in the aisle seat, huh? Yeah. And okay. you meet the most fascinating people, I think, when you travel. Well, we used to. Now nobody talks to anybody. I will initiate a conversation and people will humor me for a while. And then they're like, bitch, I need to go back to my phone. So Fran and I didn't know each other and we ended up on a plane. <laughs> she was like, hey, so I'm Fran. I'm going back to South Dakota. Where are you from? And I'm going to be like, Jesus, woman. I know. Do you not see my air? Hi, I'm Becky. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> exactly. And then I, I go back to my phone. <laughs> so, okay, you guys, be truth tellers. Yeah. Do you do this? Yes. Like if you do. Oh, yeah. You do. do Brody? Do like, what? are you in Not your- at a restaurant with friends. No, 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 no. Or family. No. Okay. But are you on your phone, like, in airports, restaurants? 110%. Yeah. You are. Well, uh, I feel like airports is no man's land. Yeah. Like, I, we just got back from Disney, so I've, I recently did this. But, yes, I was on my phone in line for rides at the airport the entire flight. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. what What else? Have, but it's also an entertainment thing as well. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm not maybe the best. I I like. No, how do I want to say this? I don't know, but I can't wait to hear yeah, it. I know. <laughs> I don't enjoy social media per se. I'm on Reddit a lot, and I'm mm. on TikTok a lot. Mm-hmm. 
and then Facebook. The rest of it I don't even mess with. But I don't I, I understand that there are very much times to be present and I'm pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. Out at a restaurant, sometimes we will both do that. But it's also like we're my wife and I are our jobs are in front of people all day long. Right. Mm-hmm. And so some it's just a checking out, but that's right. what that's yeah. what you're talking about in the mm-hmm. factoid, right? That it, that's not a good thing necessarily. Right. But you So I will tell you a few years ago, um, we drove to Texas to watch the NDSU Bison play in the uh, championship for football. All five of us drove just piled in the Yukon and drove 15 hours one way. And so on the way back, I can't, we stopped somewhere in Iowa for supper. And so keep in mind, we've spent almost 30 hours in the car. We were together at the games. We did everything together. And so every single one of us was at this restaurant on our phone Mm -hmm. and the glares we got. And I said, I almost want to get a sign that says, we've just had like 300 consecutive hours of family time. We've earned this. We've got another like seven to go. (laughs) Leave us alone. Yeah. But I do think, I mean, I see anyway, like kids at the park and they're like, mommy, mommy, look at me. And mommy's in her phone, right? And, you know, people saying they're in their phone and their kid just shot a three-pointer and they'll, oh, damn, I missed it. You know, it's just like, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's very, very different. I also wonder, too, that sometimes when I see so many people posting like a thousand videos of their kids, Mm -hmm. I'm like, do you interact with your Mm -hmm. kids or do you just record your kids? Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm not, it's not fair to judge, but that's just a thought that goes through my head. Yeah. So comparing yourself to others hurts your mental health, right? Oh, no. I recommend everybody do it. (laughs) Really? So when I worked at Peggy's Hallmark um, in the West Acres Mall in the early 90s, um, I was uh, organizing the cards one day because it's a glamorous job. Mm -hmm. I actually loved it. But um, there was a card that had a poem called The Desiderata. Mm -hmm. It's by Max Erisman. And I've seen it other places since then. Like um, in my doctor's office, when we first moved to town, we went to Dr. Mark Mogan and he had a framed version of it. And that's when I thought I'm with a good doctor. Mm -hmm. Like I love this. But in the middle of it, it says... I shall not compare myself to others, for it shall only make me envious or vain. And I've mm. never forgot that. Yeah, it's powerful. And it's so powerful. And then and then that was way before social media. And so now we have, like, I can only compare myself to the people I was around. Now I can compare myself to people everywhere. everywhere. Worldwide. Exactly. And people will present unrealistic pictures of who they are and what their lives are like. Um, they tend to only post the good. That's mostly what I post. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Some are some even digitally alter how they look. They're obviously that's not me because I don't even know how to do that. Yeah. Other than if I certain angles will cover up a chin or two, but that's about <laughs> as fancy as I can get. <laughs> um, and so you're comparing yourself to something that's not genuine. And mm-hmm. I've uh, over the years I've had people say because I do post a lot on social media, they'll say, "God, your family looks so much fun. Like you guys just look amazing. Like I would love to be a part of your family." And I'm like, "No, you wouldn't." <laughs> Like, you don't see the stuff I don't post. Exactly. Like, you're going to post, you know what? I got in a big, huge fight with my kids today. I woke up with a boil on my ass. Yeah. And uh, we don't have enough money to go on a trip. Whatever. You're not going to post that? I was so crabby the other night. Like, I was so crabby. I literally put myself in timeout and went to bed early because I was so crabby, and I don't know why. Mm -hmm. But Jim had said, um, I don't know, he was, like, going to go upstairs for a minute. And then he went in the kitchen, and he grabbed a handful of almonds. And we've talked Mm -hmm. how I can't stand fucking chewing. And so he stands next to me and eats these almonds. Oh, and you almost killed him. And I said, could you just go upstairs already and eat those almonds? And he and Grace just like backed up and they were, and I'm like, never mind, I'm going to bed. 
yes. Let's compare families, shall we? So all of you that want to be a part of my family, I will chew your ass for chewing too loud. So that's only part of the fun you get at the Kook House. Okay, so here's an interesting fact. Obviously, no duh, comparing to people's people makes us feel less than, but okay, even if you are comparing and you end up on the upside, like you're like, yeah, I do look better. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. I am smarter. That can still negatively affect your mental health. Any comparison, good or right, bad. Right, right. Because I always, you know, when I first read that poem, I thought you either walk away from com- uh, comparison like, well, you know, I suck compared to that person. Or mm-hmm. you walk away going, well, it would suck to be that person. Mm-hmm. Like, neither one is good. No. So just enjoy who you are. Right. Um, this next one, I, I don't even see how this can be, but apparently cyberbullying mm, is a growing problem. Really? What? According to Do Something org. That's a real website, you guys, not a Fran made up one. Um, 43% of kids report having been bullied online and an astounding 70% say they say frequent bullying online. 70%. 70%. Cyberbullying has become a growing problem worldwide, largely in part because of the sheer number of teens who now have smartphones and social media accounts. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine... Like the stuff that gets recorded mm-hmm. or, you know, like you think you're just having a a quiet moment to yourself and you scratch your nose and then somebody records it like you're picking it and right. then that goes all over social media. Oh, God. Yeah. And you're 14. Right. It'd be horrible. Yes. So here in we are in Aberdeen, South Dakota, and we just did a city rebrand and part of the city rebrand, they were trying to make the dean a thing. Right, like hashtag oh. the dean. Um, nope. Apparently, uh, at our at our public high school, there is a hashtag the dirty dean. Oh no! Where they post all the like nasty shit that goes down at the high school. Oh no! And so someone had to bring this to like the city officials or the chamber of commerce or whatever. Like maybe that's not maybe what not you so wanna, much. Not what you want to use. No. I know there's a couple of Snap accounts that yeah. are like that. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. They always find like ways to get. To bypass and oh, have yeah. the nastiest, meanest shit. Yeah. You know, it's it's harsh. To stop the bullying from continuing, you have to report what's happening, not only on the social media platform, but if you are a teen, you got to let your adult parent know about it. I mean, if you don't report it, it's just going to keep happening. Absolutely. Um, if see something, say something. Right. Which exactly. I really actually do like that saying. Yeah. But. Hey, Becky. Hey, Dr. Fran. Tell me about Northern State University's graduate program. You mean their graduate program in counselor education? There's nothing I'd rather talk about. One of the beautiful things about it, if you are considering a career in counseling, is it is KCREP accredited. And you're like, who cares? Don't know what that means. You don't need to know what it stands for. What it means is it's the gold standard. Absolutely. And what I love about the program is it's flexible. You can go in class. You can also learn online, which supports work-family balance. And a lot of their classes are in the evening. And so if you need to work or you need to stay home with your kids or whatever it might be, which is what I did, I stayed home during the day, went to class at night. Offering two tracks, one for agency, so you work in the community like Becky and I in a mental health agency or a school. And if you want more information, you can go to www.northern.edu. Hey 
Hey, it's Brody, producer of Shrink Wrap. Just wanted to let you know that you can now purchase all kinds of great Shrink Wrap merch over on their bonfire site. We're talking mugs, water bottles, sweatshirts, t-shirts, tote bags, all of it. From the sassy to the regular, you got some great Shrink Wrap merch over on Bonfire. Head to the Facebook page to find the link or search Shrink Wrap Podcast on bonfire.com. And now, back to the episode. Um, People may behave or interact online in ways they would not in person. This might include using offensive, insulting language or other hurtful behaviors. And when this behavior happens on social media, it is generally viewed and even shared widely and can make a huge impact. And I, this one, I cannot even tell you, this is the reason that I am on social media so much less than I ever have Mm -hmm. been. And I think this is what I'd like to see. If you post anything that is misinformation on social media, like either you should be shut down or this was the other idea I've had, because of course nobody wants that. Mm -hmm. I post what I want to. It's my life. Um, Or I think you should have to take an EQ test, an emotional intelligence (laughs) test. (laughs) And if you don't pass it, you don't get to be online for social media. Okay. Well, and you know what? You see this a lot with video games too. And this is what led me to break Anthony's video game in half because of the language. When I was coming down the stairs, I had no idea what he was playing. I just heard his mouth and I was like, oh, hell no. Only I can swear in this house. (laughs) And do it well, if I might add. No, I think of this all the time. Like when somebody posts something that, because misinformation is something that just chaps my hide like none other. So if I heard something and like maybe somebody comes up to me and says, hey, did you know that Brody Mueller loves to murder kittens in his spare time? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be like, I don't know. I guess he seems kind of like an asshole. So I don't maybe, know. I, I could see it. Maybe. And yeah. ducklings. So, but do I start going up to just random people on the street going, hey, do you know Brody Mueller murders kittens? Did you know that Brody did it? Yeah. No. But if I saw a social media post that said Brody Mueller murders kittens and I'm like, yeah, I never liked him anyway, mm-hmm. I'm going to repost that. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's true, and I don't have to know if it's true because it's social media, and I mm-hmm. can say that. Right. And who cares if Brody Mueller does or does not murder kittens, which I know he doesn't because I've met his cats, mm-hmm. and um, and how this could affect him or his family. Right. God, it just fucking pisses me off. Sorry, you guys. Okay, I'm I off know. the soapbox now. Okay. Hot. She's hot. Obviously, this isn't just a kid teen issue you know everyone's fair game for this kind of stuff mm-hmm. i mean you know you've seen it what people say on social media oh. it's just it's harsh it and is it's, so harsh yeah do you think though going a little off script here fran oh god help i me. know help you okay. um years ago before social media was a thing i heard somebody say that we're coming into an age where being disrespectful is often colored as telling it like it is. Mm-hmm. And I agreed with mm. then. Right. I agreed with it then. And now that it's become such a thing on social media, I agree with it now. Oh, you, you know? know? Yeah, because people will say whatever they want to say. just, And then they'll be like, just joking or whatever. Or yeah. Italian families will be like, you're an asshole. No disrespect, no, right? Kind of the same yes, thing. the yeah. same exact thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, just to say like... Um, you know, green is a horrible color on you, Fran. Mm-hmm. Just telling it like it is. Right. And then it's okay because it's I'm, okay. I'm the kind of person, I'm real. Right? So what I'm going to say is, people, some things just don't have to be said. Right. Say it to yourself in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then leave it there. And is it kind? If it's yes, not if kind, it's not kind. Do we have to say it? Shut the F up already. We're at this point where in in society where you have to speak your truth. 
mm-hmm. right? Which I think is a horrible precedent because there should only be mm-hmm. the one truth. Right. Now we're in this like post-truth society where yeah. your truth is different than my truth. Yeah. And uh, we have alternate facts and all this, all facts this shit. Facts mean right? nothing. Right. And so, yeah, that, that phrase, speak your truth, is just, I, I think it's yeah. so And it's a damaging. misnomer. Truth, it basically in that context, is perspective, right? right? So yes. speak That's your perspective. Go right. ahead, speak yep. your perspective. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I can swallow that. That's yeah, fine. but you're right. That speak your truth. I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it affects sleep quality, um, and we've known this forever. Most people of all ages use their cell phone in their bedrooms before going to sleep. However, numerous studies have found that this habit can significantly affect sleeping patterns and sleep quality. Uh, leaving many of us feeling chronically tired and lethargic during the day. Mm-hmm. And what we learned years ago is that there's an area of your brain that gets stimulated by electronics and stays stimulated for up to an hour after you turn the electronics off. Yeah. So think about the kids that are up all night doing it secretively, yep. right? Because they tell their parents, mm-hmm. but I use it for my alarm yeah. or the music helps kid. me go to sleep, right? Yep. And then, so, I mean, for me personally, I really, really, really try, like I do use it as an alarm, but mm-hmm. I never use social media in bed. I really right. try not to do that because you get sucked down this rabbit hole. You're you laying do. in bed for like 20 minutes, you know, and it's like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do yeah. that. The first time I, I logged into TikTok, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to see what this is all about. It was like an hour later. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a black hole, <laughs> a funny one, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anxiety and depression rates in young people have risen 70%, again, seven zero in the past 25 years. Right. And Whoa. it's been on the rise for the past two decades already. Mm-hmm. And we can't just blame social media because obviously it's one of the culprits, but regular use of social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter are contributing to the rising w- rates of mental health concerns. And I mean, we are seeing this with our clients. There's mm-hmm. no doubt yeah, we about are. it. We're seeing that these kids, at least I am, Parents are saying they never come out of their bedroom. They Mm -hmm. want to eat their meals in their bedroom. They're gaming away downstairs. And it's like, when did this become okay? When do you tell your kids, oh, well, you're in your room or you're you're doing COD or whatever the hell you're doing on video games. We're not going to interrupt you. What? What are you laughing at? Well, COD is so 2003, but yeah. Doing COD. I think that's different than what. I just had 15 jokes go through my head. All of them inappropriate about fish. I know. Yeah. That's that's where I went as well. I was talking about the lame COD. You guys are so dumb. Which we are. I don't doubt it. For those listeners who don't know, COD then stands for Call of Duty, which Thank is a you. very popular uh, first-person shooter. Shoot 'em up you. game. Yep. Um, the source for this is the Al- you made me say this I right. Totally You're hilarious. Did. I love like, it. She can't pronounce this. No, nope. um, but I think you could. But it's the Allegheny Kiski um, Health Foundation. Social media. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. This is like so stupid. Social media can negatively impact the development of social skills. What? I know. Again, right? Hard hitting facts for the 50th episode here. Right? Yes. 
We're so glad you all are hanging with I know us. Where else would you give giving you life changing information here? Stick so with us. Our brains are wired to use our senses to connect with others. Um, seeing their facial expressions, <laughs> like hearing Brody's laughing at this, <laughs> hearing their tone of voice, noticing their reactions. We learn important social cues and effective communication patterns. But I do think it's good we're talking about this. Yes, I do too. You know, I think it leads right into like texting, mm-hmm. you know, the, the miscommunications that go with that because you're not getting tone, you're not getting expression, those sorts of things. Right. And this, you know, the social skills development is an ongoing process, yeah. right? We learn by watching other humans on a continuous basis. Exactly. Right. And when you're constantly interrupted, like I'm looking at my phone, I'm doing this or whatever, all of those interactions are being interrupted. Your brain, if you're a kid, it's still developing. Yeah. So you're interrupting that process and you're missing out on really important face-to-face interaction. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, let me give you an example. Have you guys ever walked into a fast food restaurant? Let's say it's a slow time. And the kid is on their phone because nobody's in there, right? Mm-hmm. And then you show up and they make you feel like, oh, God, I got to help you because I'm interrupting their time on their phone. Are you freaking kidding me? And then I always love it when they're like, what can I get you? And I'm like, I'm going to need another minute, please. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just to totally ruin their whole I, day. I love that. I totally no, truly because I don't know what I'm having yet, but... Yes. So the source of this information was the National Alliance for Mental Illness. You did a really good job with that one. I really did because I I can pronounce that. Yes. Oh, what do we see in our offices? Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) This is a Fran fact. Yes. It's the perfect place for predators. Not our offices, by the way, social media. Perfect place for predators. And you ready for this word, yes. Brody? Shysters. <laughs> ne'er-do-wells. Ne'er, that's what I was just going to say. Shysters and ne'er-do-wells. I know. Me and oh, Joe Biden boy. have a lot in common, you guys. Apparently, this kind of verbiage. Oh, my God. My dad says shyster. Mm. <laughs> okay. What I see in my office is kids like... You know what? I am so busy watching YouTube videos and playing video games. I just can't be bothered going to school. Or doing homework. Yeah. I mean, don't interrupt me with that. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking out. And I'm talking, you guys, hair pulling, gnashing of teeth, aggression when social media is taken away from them. I mean, absolutely. Like we talked about parents getting assaulted. Assaulted. I want to go back to the shysters for a second. Okay. So I found a new show on Discovery because I cannot get enough of true crime. I just can't. I just literally can't. And it's called Crimes Gone Viral. Yeah. And this dad found out that his 15 year old was communicating um, via social media with somebody who was like, oh gosh, 29 or 33 or something. And um, she had messaged him and said, I'm going to be sleeping out in the backyard tonight in our tent. So, you know, if you want to come, that'd oh, be great, God. we can meet up, whatever. <gasps> so she doesn't know that they've intercepted all of these messages. Mm-hmm. So he's got the backyard camera set up, right? And he's got like his other relatives in on it too. And a SWAT team. And uh, so he confronts the, well, no, they actually went to the police and the police said, until he comes, there's no crime. And so um, they actually, the wife slept in the tent Mm -hmm. and the daughter is, of course, pissed because they've ruined her whole entire 15-year-old life. 
And uh, this guy shows up and everybody just comes out of the bushes and like freaking yeah. tackles him to the ground. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, you guys, he had like condoms. And uh, I mean, it was, yeah. he was there to have sex with a 15 year old. Right. And that's disgusting. Yeah. So yeah, what, please just know what your kids are doing online. Right. Um, kids and teens will stay up all night and they will. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, viewing of porn or inappropriate stuff in young ages. And, and it's so accessible. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing, or I have seen, I shouldn't say I'm seeing it right now, but I have seen um, young adults with a completely messed up idea of sexuality Mm -hmm. um, and what sex really is Mm -hmm. because all they have is porn. And I'm like, no, you're not going to walk into the library and then the librarian's going to take her bun out and then like pop her blouse open Mm -hmm. and clear off the desk. That doesn't happen. Right. So if you go to the KLE library, you might be disappointed. (laughs) People don't get stuck in washing machines or under coffee tables. Right. Right. Oh. So also in my office, I see kids not completing chores and homework. And I'm seriously, you guys, 80, I would say 80% of the time when I ask parents, what chores do your kids have? Yeah. During the headlight look. Yep. Like, what? Yeah. Like, okay, wait a minute. They're in activities and they have homework. Mm-hmm. How could we possibly yeah. put chores on top of that? Well, how much time are they spending on social media? Yeah. Because if you factor that out, I'm not saying none, but probably right. they'd have some time. To get we some have this done. argument all the time. Grace does not have a lot of chores. I'll be really, I mean, she has to keep her room clean. She's got to keep the bathroom clean. And we ask her to do dishes. But that's and then something. Other, and then other duties as assigned, right? Yeah. And so we'll say, hey, you need to do, uh, you need to do dishes tonight. Oh my God. And I'm like, in the time it took you to list all the things you've had going on today, it's done. Mm-hmm. And so zip. Get your stuff Zip done. and do. And then go do whatever you want to. I don't care. Yeah. Right. Allowing social media while eating meals or even bringing meals to them while they're playing video no. games. Oh, hell yeah. Yep. Or you get to do all of the things even though none of your responsibilities have been completed. Like, okay, so in other words, I've done no chores and I've done no homework, but I can be on social media and I can be gaming. Like, yeah. when did we as a society decide, oh, guess what? Let's just do no work before play, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And just do whatever the hell you want. Exactly. Let's not do that. So parents, take their take their crap away. Take it away. You might get hit in the face, then call the cops. Right. That's and, my opinion. Or take it away to begin with right. so that they have to earn it. Like, oh, yeah. you want to do that? Per- I'm down with that. Okay, yeah. show me your homework's done and your chores are completed. We took Grace's phone away from her. She was, oh, this was probably two or three years ago. She was young, like 13, 14. And uh, she got her phone taken away for a few days, actually. And we were driving to Brookings to do something. And uh, Allie was driving and I'm in the other seat. And Grace goes, oh my God, the clouds look really cool today. And Allie goes, oh, Grace, the world that's out there when your nose isn't in your phone. (laughs) As only a sister can say. Yeah, it was so true though. Um, And I think for some people, and I'm going to put myself in this, it does make us way more sedentary. Like I, again, because you can get on TikTok and an hour has gone by and you didn't even realize it and you just sat there. Um, Stream of thought or conversations being constantly interrupted. And think how that makes the other person feel. Like I'm talking to you and then you're on your, like, oh, that person in your phone or that message is more important than me. Yeah. Like, crappy why should feel. I even be here? Like, I'm out, you know? Yep. So obviously interfering with quality time in relationships. And yep. I see that with marital couples a lot. Oh, yeah. They just feel like they're fighting for so many other distractions for attention from their partner. Yeah. 
it's it's really hurtful. Yeah, and I've seen um, the next one more cheating in relationships, whether it's an emotional affair or an actual physical affair, um, and that. And you know what I hear? It's like, well, I reached out to somebody on Facebook, or they reached out to me on Facebook, and mm-hmm. I'm like, Facebook, really? I mean, I know it's a thing, but when I think about how I use Facebook, I can't imagine mm-hmm. just reaching out to some rando and being like, "Hey." Well, because it's not randos; it's ex-girlfriends. Yeah, so it's right, right, right. You, yeah. But even then, ugh, yeah. why? It happens a lot. I know it does. A lot. And we talked about the comparison factor, but what I see, unfortunately, is kids that become suicidal or they're self-harming because they feel so inadequate. Yeah. Like everybody else's life looks absolutely... How many times have you heard that in your office? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I just look at everybody else's life and it looks so amazing. Yeah. Mine just sucks. And it's like, oh, no, theirs does too. Yeah. (laughs) It's universal. Don't say that. Everybody's life sucks. Right. Give me your credit card. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Buying more shit you don't need. Oh, because drinking and Amazoning are a thing. <laughs> yes. Well, not just that. If you Amazon, then you're on Facebook and all this other rando oh, shit pops yes. up and you're like, oh, well, maybe I do need that. And it's two in the morning, right? right? And you're really vulnerable at that point. You're like, well, I can just one click it. I can always return it. No. <laughs> the darkness overtakes. Yes, exactly. Um, and as we said earlier, you get a lot bolder and you say things you would not say in person. Right. And it really allows a format of dishonesty and disingenuousness, like mm-hmm. in terms of I can be this other entity on mm-hmm. social media, right? I don't have to be the person I'm not happy with, which mm-hmm. is sad. Right. It prevents us from being in and appreciating the moment. Amen. Yeah. It prevents deeper thinking and self-reflection. Right. Now, what I hear from parents a ton of the time is like, how will I know where my kids are? Mm -hmm. Like, if they don't have a phone, how will Mm -hmm. I locate them? Right. Mm -hmm. And it's so much easier. So I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Well, I am one of those parents. I love that my kid has a phone and I know where she is all the time. Yeah. And that's just it. You can put the Find My iPhone app on there, mm-hmm. right? And what's yeah. the other one? We do Life 360 yep. in our house. Life 360. Yeah. And I'm not hating on that. I did yeah. that too with my kids. And it is, I mean, growing up, like if my mom wanted to know where we were, like she would either call the house where I told her we were going to be at, or she would drive. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a town of 350 people, she would just drive and see where my bike was. Mm-hmm. You know, that's <laughs> not necessarily realistic in bigger towns. But with younger kids, like when I know a kid that's nine that has a $800 iPhone, like there are cheaper alternatives. There are like, I think the gizmo was one of them where it's like a watch or something. Yeah. 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 And then you've got the phone number of your mom and your dad and that's it. I mean, Mm -hmm. isn't that sufficient? But no, my other nine and a half year old friend has the $800 iPhone. Yeah. Right. Well then play on their phone. Yeah. (laughs) And watch porn at their house. Porn on their house. (laughs) All right, so here are some suggestions for protecting your mental health while using social media. What should we do, Becky? Um, Everybody should just break their phone. Uh Um, No, limit your time on social media platforms. Some platforms, such as Apple and Google, have settings to help you do this automatically on your phone or even um, not automatically, but you'll get this screen time alert. And I'm like, oh, boy, did I waste time this week. (laughs) Let's let's do a little bit better. Yeah, it'll be like your screen time. You spent blah, blah, blah hours. And it's like, oh. Oh, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but also limit your um, kid and teens times 
on their phone. You know, you can just say what I like, what I tell parents is, um, and I don't know if I got this from you or another parent where they will just, um, no, it was you. You can just disconnect the phone. Oh yeah. Go on Verizon.com because I'm high tech like that. Yeah. Yeah, They can still call 911 (laughs) if needed. Yeah. Yeah, So this is my, one of my stories. So Camille was out, my daughter who was in the front lawn I hope I haven't told this before. But anyway, she was being disrespectful. Shocking, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, give me your damn phone. And we had to get to a concession stand. It was like our shift or whatever. And she wouldn't give it to me. And mm-hmm. I am yelling at the psychologist professional mm-hmm. then, give me your goddamn phone. And I'm like, wait a minute. My neighbors are out mowing lawns. Okay, that's bad. <laughs> so I was just like, nope, not going to do this. So I texted Mark. Go to Verizon.com and turn her phone off. So we get to the concession stand. An hour later, she's so sweet. Mom, my phone's not working. I'm like, really? That's (laughs) shocking. Do you know why? (laughs) Let's talk about that. Let's reflect, Camille. I got a theory. (laughs) Yeah, I got a theory that your dad disconnected it because you're a little asshole in the driveway. And so I was just going to take it away from you for an hour. But because you made me a psycho bitch, Mm -hmm. now it's gone for one week. Oh, yeah, I know it. My poor kids. God, look how horrible they turned out. (laughs) Okay, so consider the sites and pro profiles that you visit Mm -hmm. and think about how they make you feel. If you feel bad, if you feel sad, unfollow them and teach your kids and teens how to do this as well. Yes. Also, before you post stuff, you guys, would you say it to that person's face? And if you wouldn't, don't post it. Right. Teach your kids the same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And remember that what you post will be very hard to take back or remove. Once it's out there, it really is out there forever. Mm -hmm. Um, Remember that when people post or what you see may not be honest or real presentations of their experiences or lives. And I think that's so true. Right. Um, And then report posts that are hurtful or inappropriate. Don't stand for that shit. No. All of this was from the National Alliance of Mental Illness. Thank you, guys. Because you know what? What? This is our 50th episode. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. You guys, from the bottom of our 50 plus hearts, not including Brody because he's a baby. Yeah. um, We're the shrinks. And that's a wrap.